Voice Talks presented by Google Assistant is happening each month. You'll hear from industry experts, voice-first influencers, and platform creators each month for a deep dive into our rapidly evolving voice industry. Plus, get your questions answered and a chance to win prizes. Hosted by Sophia Altuna, one of Google Assistant's top industry experts and a leader on the Global Product Partnerships team, we encourage you to register for this free event and join us at voicesummit.ai slash talks. That's voicesummit.ai slash talks. We can't wait to see you there. Paige Harkness is in charge of partnerships and integrations at Alkira Software in Australia. Paige talks about the voice landscape in Australia, how Alkira got started, and how the voice company is helping the community come together through voice. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your host, Carrie Roberts. And today, my guest is Paige Harkness, who is in charge of partnerships and integrations at Alkira Software. Welcome, Paige. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, Carrie. Now, you've worked in the advertising and travel area for a while, and now you're in voice technology. What got you interested in working within the voice tech space? Well, actually, it was a serendipitous series of events. I was on maternity leave and didn't actually have any plans to go back to work, but I was contacted through a contact that I knew through a past employer, and she just needed somebody to do a bit of content and uh, marketing for their new tech startup here in Brisbane. So I kind of said, all right, well, the hours work, it was all flexible. And the more I got into it and the more I learned about the technology and learned about the voice space and what was happening, I just started getting really passionate and really excited about it. And I was so hungry just to learn more. And I started speaking to some of my media contacts and talking to some marketing friends about voice and about how it could be used in that space. And it just kind of grew inside me this passion and ended up taking on more hours and now I'm working full-time plus. Yeah, I think it was just my past life merged so well with this technology and the opportunities for communication and the conversation design aspect of it all. Like it's all just really fascinating and exciting. Yeah. And you are based in Australia. And it's always interesting to hear how voice is kind of used around the world. What would you say is the current usage and perception of voice technology in Australia from a consumer and a business perspective? Um, Well, from a consumer perspective, Brett and the team at VoiceBot did a um, smart speaker adoption report in Australia last March. And that suggested that we had around 30% adoption of smart speakers, which is or was at the time faster than our counterparts in the US and in Europe. Like most other technologies, Australians are quick to adopt, but it's been interesting because we haven't had a lot of proper usage figures come out. So over this kind of past month or two of COVID-19, we've been getting some quite interesting usage stats come out from the broadcasting and radio uh, companies. So Southern Cross of Stereo, who are a major radio company here that we do some work with, In December, they stated that they had a million listens to their News On Demand smart speaker app. So that was over the two years that it had been live. In March, they put out another series of statistics and said that they'd had uh, 460,000 listens just in March. And they'd also seen a massive spike in their digital on-demand listening and that 20% of that was coming via smart speakers. So It's been amazing and, I guess, exciting in this bleak time to see that people are spending more time on their smart speakers and interacting with voice. 
And I think maybe that's to do with working from home as well, because a huge proportion of Aussies are all working from home. So having access to it and having a little bit more time to experiment. And do you think that businesses are using it equally as much? Businesses, I think, in Australia are traditionally quite conservative when it comes to new technology. So we've seen the innovators, which has been really exciting. But I would say that the majority of businesses have kind of thought they want to see what their competitors are doing. So it has been interesting over the past couple of months to see that there are there's a greater appetite for innovation. So um, we've been a bit busier speaking to new businesses that we haven't spoken to before and also reopening doors that we thought were closed. So businesses are either really, really busy and they run off their feet or they're really quiet and they're struggling. So the businesses who are really busy are looking for innovative ways to help service customers. So that's where I think voice technology plays a really exciting role. And your company, Alkira, when we last spoke before, has a really interesting beginning. Can you share the story of how the company started and how it's evolved with the type of work it does now? Yeah, so Alkira actually started off in the inclusion and accessibility space. Our founder, Ray Guy, set out on a mission to help a blind friend use the internet. In doing so, he he looked at what technology was company uh, currently available in the market and realized that it was all really kind of clunky and difficult to use. There were these screen readers that read one word at a time on the screen and you had to push a button to read each word. And Ray decided that he could do something a lot better. He's come from a um, big tech background. And so he decided to not only build a, a tool that could scrape websites and visualize what was on the screen, he also figured out a way to then translate it and make it accessible using voice. And so that was before Amazon launched here with Alexa and before Google launched here with Google Assistant. So before those technologies were available, even in Australia, Ray had built a voice engine from the ground up. So our tech stack, it enables people to do deeply utilitarian things on the internet using just their voice. So when the smart speakers launched in Australia, we saw a natural opportunity to pivot and take our tech stack and publish it out to these smart speakers that were becoming really popular out in the market. And are you able to share with us some of the clients your company has worked with and how it's helped their business? So um, coming from an accessibility and inclusion background, the foundation clients that we've had have been largely government and local council. Um, We've done some really fun things with them to help make their resources more accessible. But kind of in the voice space, we've been working with some more, I guess you could say, consumer-facing brands, one of which is RACQ, who are a big motoring club here in Queensland. They provide insurance, roadside assistance, those kind of things. And the first project that we did with them was just a little fuel, a price checker app. So you can get live fuel prices that are all kind of government regulated live to your smart speaker. So while you're driving along, you can say, where's the cheapest fuel in Brisbane? And it will tell you the the cheapest fuel near you. So that was a fun one to start with. And we're now exploring some more kind of deep and utilitarian experiences with them. So that's a really neat project. Another client that's been quite active at the moment is the State Library of Queensland. And I think that one's interesting from the perspective that they've got a lot of content sitting in their archives. So as you can imagine, a state library, they've got content going back to the first settlers in Australia. 
So their website gets used a lot for people who are doing things like um, research papers or looking for their ancestry or finding resources for art projects or whatever it is. So they've got amazing content just sitting buried, getting dusty in these archives. And so we're working with them to surface that content and, and bring it to life and make it more interactive using voice. And you were telling me earlier that particular skill has gotten a lot of notoriety in Australia, a lot of press, a lot of users. Can you talk about that as well? I think you're referring to the Anzac Day skill that we have just done for them. We did that on Alexa and also on Google Assistant. It was beautiful because when you consider that at the moment, people can't actually get out of their house and do what they would normally do. And just to give the listeners a bit of background, Anzac Day is the biggest day of remembrance that we have in Australia and New Zealand. It's the national day where we honour and commemorate the people who served and who are currently serving. Everybody, basically, most people will get out of their houses and attend a physical dawn service or a parade or go along and stand in big groups under the sunrise and remember those who have fallen and those who are currently serving. So for Australians and New Zealanders, not to be able to get out and really acknowledge this tradition was really emotional for a lot of people. So we were chatting to the State Library about they look after Anzac Square in Brisbane, which is the monument and the shrine that we have here for World War One, World War Two, and post-World War Two remembrance. And they were talking about how they were wanting to enable Queenslanders in particular, but also Australians, to commemorate differently. So we developed with them a place where people could come and request a poppy be laid at Anzac Square, just using their voice and their smart speakers and their smart assistants. And then the State Library of Queensland would take that physical poppy and place it in Anzac Square on their behalf because they couldn't get out of their houses. So that was really popular. And then on top of that, we also had the capability to play the last post, which is the traditional bugle call that sounded during war times to get people up and out of their barracks and out into the fields. It also was sounded at memorial services and different commemorative services. So you could ask it to play the last post. And then you could also listen to a really rich series of stories from World War One, World War Two, and post-World War Two. So there were stories in there, like one of my favorites was from a World War I prisoner of war. It was a letter that he had written back to home. And it was just incredible to listen to that, especially during these times where we're all complaining about being stuck at home. I feel like it really just put things into perspective. So the content and the functionality of that voice experience were really rich and interesting and so because of how kind of on point and topical that was, we got a lot of media interest. So it was on the Channel 9 News here. It was in the newspaper. Amazon actually jumped on board and got really involved. And they were really supportive in helping us turn the skill into a, a more naturalized utterance. So we had, instead of having to say, ask Anzac Stories to play the last post, um, Alexa made it so that you could just say, Alexa, play the last post or Alexa, place a poppy on Anzac Day. And it would do both of those things natively. So using our, our skill. So that was awesome to work with Alexa hand in hand to do that. And I love that you're talking about using 
skills in a very unique way. I think a lot of times people talk about for a consumer or for a product or to purchase something or within a business. But what you did was you worked with, again, the library of the country, but then also focused on a specific day that everybody celebrated and found a way to kind of bring community through voice, which I think is kind of a unique way of using voice that we don't hear a lot about. Yeah, it was so special, honestly. Like it was such a cool project to work on, especially when we were thinking about all of these stories that would just sit unheard because they were just pure audio. And so, you know, when you sit on a desktop, you want it to be video and you want it to be really visual. Whereas using smart speakers, delivering this rich audio content and these beautiful stories that were memories that were just kind of going cold and bringing them to life was really rewarding and special. That's really beautiful to hear. If people want to learn more about what we talked about, they want to connect with you or your company or access this skill, where can they do that? Yeah. So if you want to visit our website, it's alkirasoftware.com. Or if you want to interact with the Anzac Stories skill or action, you can just say, say to your smart assistant, launch Anzac Stories. Or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Paige Harkness. I'm always happy to connect with people and answer questions and get involved in new projects. And yeah, I would love to connect with the community more. Well, thank you so much, Paige, for sharing your insight and sharing all the great things that you and your company are doing over in Australia. And I look forward to hearing more soon. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at kerry at modev.com. That's K-E-R-I at modev.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. Thank you. And we look forward to chatting with you next week.